Welcome to Spilling the Reality. I am one of your hosts, Noelle LaGrasso. I am here with my very dear close personal friend, as Gene Okerlund used to like to say, Devin Sturgis. <laughs> hey, everybody. How are you? <laughs> Had to bring out a little Gene Okerlund. Gene, my God, Gene. I am still a little depressed about me, Gene. Yeah, I got to say. That hit me. That hit yeah, me. yeah. That hit the hubs real bad because they spent a lot of time together when he was in WCW, like a whole lot of time. Yeah. Like father figure kind of stuff. Yeah, that's why I hear about him a lot. He, he was that role. Yeah, he really, like when Vito, uh, when Vito got the hardcore title from Terry Funk and they all went out to the bar afterwards to celebrate, um, he always tells me the story about how everybody was there. Flair was there, Hogan was there, the whole crew went to this big bar and Gene stood up at the table and said, tonight's Vito's night. One of the boys tonight, he got the handshake from Funk and, and they made a big deal about it. Like you finally made it here after he had been in, you know, the Indies and overseas and WWF and all that stuff. He finally found like his singles push and Gene made a big speech. So he always had a special place in his heart for Gene. So when he died, Vito was, yeah. Kind of devastated, and then recently King Kong Bundy passed in a way. That was somebody Vito started out with, yeah. and traveled with him and Bill Eady. And uh, it, it's, yeah, it's it's tough for him. It's tough yeah. for him. We lose a lot of a lot of the boys, and it's sure do. and it doesn't get any easier, no matter how many you lose. Mm -hmm. But at least you know he's out there fighting a the good fight for that. So. I'd like to thank everybody who's joining us on Twitch. Guys, remember, you can go to twitch.tv slash the big Vito gram where you'll be able to see all kinds of shows. Um, Vito has a new sports show coming out uh, called Jock of All Trades with Vito LaGrasso. He's going to give you a sports update every week from the golf course, believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> nice. He's going to do golf updates. And um, we have the notification of Big Vito where I'm teaching him about video games, Batman, take him to the comic book store. I'm going to try to get Oh, it's good, dude. That sounds good. I got to catch some of that. That is. If you ever need help with the nerd stuff. Oh, well, yeah. The plan is to, to bring you in and Danny J in, and everybody's going to give it. It's you know, the re education of Lauren Hill a little bit. You know, yeah. not too much about being a nerd, but he lives with a nerd. So basically, I take a bully, a school bully, and turn him into the school nerd by the end of season one. Right. So that's, that's pretty much. <laughs> and then we have a new show coming to Realm Network. Uh, we're going back on the Russo brand because Vince called and said, I don't understand why you guys aren't on the brand anymore. We're like, Vince, you had a lot of shows. He's like, why aren't you just doing a show? He says, come back on. People miss you. So this week in wrestling history with Vito LaGrasso is coming on. <laughs> Everything's with Vito LaGrasso. It'll be, it'll be on the Realm Network um, starting in the first week of April. When we move to the new house next week and we open up the new studio. You're right there, brother. I see your yeah, dog. Yeah, sorry. Ooh, sorry. <laughs> I, said, I, I didn't get any water before I started like an idiot. I know. I, I'm out of tea, too. And my hair is still wet. Like I told you, 830, and I was trying to get ready. Beat yeah. up a long time because this beard, we got to brush the beard. <sighs> Just for men, the beard. Make sure the beard's trimmed correctly before he walks out of the door to go train. I don't know. I don't get it. He's, yeah, he's how he is. It's how he is. So we're coming back. Get him, get, get him, get him Jack Black products. Jack Black products? Yeah, for his beard. Yeah, I will. He loves good beard products. Yeah, that's the brand. Gene, uh, Gene Sininski has beard oil, you know. His, oh, really? Yeah, he has like a whole, he's got a really long beard now. Like last time I saw him, it was like really, really long. Wow. 
beard thing. So he's got the whole beard oil and all that shit. So, yeah. so you ready to do some weird news? Hit me. All right. Well, we got to start out with some because we haven't done weird news in a little while. I need the weird news. Yeah, we trailed off to some other things because we had to cover them. They were very important. Um, but uh, this is this is my weird news for this week. So let's start off with what I like to call a baby named with a magical historical name that is not so magical. Uh-oh. Yeah. So a new mum in England has been mom. receiving a lot of nasty online comments for naming her daughter Disney. Just Disney. Like Cher or Madonna. This baby's name is just Disney. No. <laughs> no. They decided um, what to call their little girl. This girl's name, the lady, the Hatter's name is Jade, and her husband's name is Joshua. They're both 27. They wanted some extravagant-sounding name. They've been trying to have a baby for seven years, so you'd think after seven years they'd have thought of a better name than Disney, but they did not. So <laughs> they um, were debating Belle because that was her favorite movie's Beauty and the Beast, and they wanted something that was like more, I don't know, something that nobody else would have and something that unique. So they came up with Disney. Now people are mocking them because their little girl's name is just Disney. And that sounds a little bit ridiculous. So that's my first weird story. Second part of the weird story is they're trying to have another baby. I would like you to guess what you think that they want to call baby number two. If it's a boy, this is it a, was a boy. If it's a boy. I was going with Maleficent, but now um, not if it's a boy. Don't think Disney, but think uh, nerdy. Think what? Think nerd. Batman. Don't think, don't think Disney so much, although we are Disney nerds. Think more like gamer and not Mario. Uh, Link? No, but, but I People call their kids Link now. I know. That's the thing. Their kids Link in Ocarina. <laughs> I saw Ocarina uh, of Time. Like, <laughs> your, your baby's Ocarina of Time. Oh, God. They have a boy. They wanted to name it Sonic after the Hedgehog. But uh, people are going to think it's after the fast food joint. That's the first thing I thought was like, what does he get? Like burgers and half price drinks at happy hour? Like Your, your mommy and daddy got it on at Sonic. And so that's what they named you. We named all our kids where they're conceived. Our daughter was Disney because we got it on in the People Mover. And our son is Sonic. Guess where we conceived him? Ah! Yeah, that's bad. That's bad. This next one I have for you is absolutely terrifying to me. Like, it's my worst nightmare. I, I think say. I already know what it is. Uh, guess it. I love if you can guess my story. It's the rattlesnake story. No, but you can tell me that one when I'm done. Okay. This is this is horrible. This is horrific. This is the stuff nightmares are made of legit. Okay? Mm -hmm. I call this sinking into more than despair. Uh-oh. This is bad, dude. This is so bad. A woman visiting her parents' grave um, in Long Island. They had a, a burial uh, plot. Descended into more than just despair when she sank hip deep into their graves, a lawsuit claims. 
Yeah, it gets better from here. In a real-life horror show, Joanne Cullen bent down to fix a bow on a wreath she had placed on the headstone on her parents' grave, and a sinkhole formed and began to swallow her alive. It caused her to fall forward because it sucked her down. She bashed her head into the tombstone, broke her teeth, broke her teeth, and continued to sink. Reaching up to grab the headstone to try to pull herself out didn't help her any because then the headstone fell over on top of her. Oh. She tried to scream for help, but obviously she's kind of in the middle of nowhere uh, in a graveyard at sunset trying to just place a reef, and now she is stuck in the ground, and she's suing the cemetery. <laughs> it was dusk. It was in December, so it's like dark and gray. And when she gets it's like a movie. It's it, it, this is a movie. This is like my worst nightmare: going to place a reef and then being sucked into the grave. Imagine you're being sucked in. You're trying to grab the tombstone. You crack your teeth. You're trying to pull. Like this is brutal. This is like saw type stuff. Like now she's going to be trapped and have to figure out a way out of her parents' grave and shit. Oh. They never did say how she even got out, but they said she was horrifically traumatized. She's suing the cemetery. For five million dollars, five million dollars. She so she might have that many that much in like psychiatry bills though. I mean, seriously. Well, you gotta think. Not only did she and get a whole new set of grill, like, you know. yeah, she's got to get new teeth. She got sucked into her parents' graves, which it is absolutely horrific. Not only that, but she got hit with that stone in the head. So now she's got like trauma like obviously she took a head injury being hit right pulled down you know she's got all kinds she's 64 she's not like oh uh, gotcha so she's a little older so now she is suing them for five million dollars this is not the worst thing i've ever heard but it's damn near close that's pretty something scary i can't imagine much worse to do you want me to flip to this story yes please please so um, I'm going to start off by saying, of course, it's in Texas. Of course it is. Right. So a uh, homeowner um, was crawling uh, under the home to fix the cable TV and called in because he found a, quote, few snakes hiding under the house. So they sent out um, this guy, Hawkins, who... Um, uh, you know, those big country snake removal in Texas, in North uh -huh. Texas. Uh, he and his partner went in there. There were not just a few snakes. There were rattlesnakes, first of all. They were all rattlesnakes. Holy shit. Do you want to guess how many? The guy said a few. A hundred. No, not, not, not that bad. 45. That's a lot of rattlesnakes. A hundred, I was going for like Indiana. A few, a few snakes. And there's a video, at least on the uh, Washington Post on the article, with this rattle, rattlesnake. Like, you know how they like flare up and fangs out and like, you know, when they're trying to like reach in there and pull them out. Very Indiana Jones. Very big rattlesnakes. 45 of them under this person's house. So. That's, yeah, that's, that's horrific. That's pretty bad. Do you remember that show, Billy the Exterminator? Nick used to watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, or he used to go into all these, like, effed up situations, and there was these horrific, like, things happening to people's houses and gators in the pools. And that shit happens all the time here in Florida. Yeah. The gator oh. Yeah, I mean, today's Florida, today's Florida Day, right? Where everybody's like putting in their birthday and fun. I'm learning so much. 
It, Florida, it's Florida Man Day. If you put in Florida Man into Google and type in your birthday, I'm it's gonna do this right now. Do it right now while we're talking. It's Florida Man Day. And you put in like how much of your birthday do you put in? Just oh. put in the date. Like mine's like August fifteenth. So just put Florida Man and then August fifteenth or whatever your birthday. Okay, and then Florida Man two words. Yeah, Florida Man, and then your birthday. And you do the first one. Yeah. Well, they pretty much ruined it by putting Florida man all over the place. This isn't so that weird. Florida man pleads guilty to mailing bombs to Trump foes. <laughs> you know what? That sucks because that literally happened today. <laughs> so you didn't even get a good one. Mine was Florida man charged in squirrel throwing. <laughs> was mine. Nice. Like this morning. So that's pretty good. Squirrel. I think Beatos was Florida man sells fake supplements, gets convicted, which kind of made me think of it a little bit. <laughs> One of my friends just posted, Florida man tries to steal vending machine from an apartment complex. And there's a picture of him on the security foot. He's a little skinny dude in a tank top with a vending machine. And he's like, going <laughs> If I can tell you some of the things that I have seen since I have moved here to Florida, I like know. you wouldn't be shocked. But you would definitely be like, yeah, Florida man exists. I'll give you a prime example. So, you know, we're moving out. We live in an apartment complex right now because we were looking for a house, right? So we're moving next week, thank God, because I can't take it anymore. So they decided to build more apartments to make more money. And, and they built them too close to the pool. And there's a wall. So Vito and I were out by the pool one day. It was ridiculously loud. And this guy has a crane. And they have these, like built in like patios and balconies on every level, but they're already pre-built to put in. Okay. So the guy has it on like a forklift kind of crane combination and he's driving and he's driving and he's driving. And I said, Vito, that, that guy's not going to fit. And of course Vito goes, get out your camera. <laughs> so nice. the guy's yelling and screaming and they're all waving their hands and he runs directly into the building and gets stuck on the fence, pool, palm tree, everything you could think of. He had that thing stuck in. They couldn't get him out. Hour goes by. Vito and I are just sitting there watching him, watching him. He comes around, he hits the side of the building. He got stuck. Now they're building them on the ground beside it and still trying to lift them up and hitting them. It's taken them over a month to figure out that they're not going to get them in, that they have to take the stuff up and build them from the inside of the building. An entire month they've been trying oh. to build these on the outside, on the side, on the roof. They were trying to build them and lower them down and they couldn't get them in. A month it took them, these rocket scientists, to figure out that that was not going to work out. And finally today we watched them put them in. Nice. So today was officially Florida Man Day. I live it every day. Every day is Florida Man Day here for me. <laughs> I wish I'd have taken a shower earlier. My hair is so wet. Does it look bad? No. <laughs> Not that the radio people can see, but yeah, I was gonna say you got you got, you got the hairdo for radio. You're good. Yeah, I get the perfect. I need to get my hair done. My lady hasn't come by yet. Hope <laughs> I get done by next week. The next story I have for you isn't a weird story, but kind of a sad story uh -oh. for you and I, because this is our generation. The last standing blockbuster video. The last one in Bend, Oregon. Last one is hanging on. They will not close it. The store manager admits to his stubbornness. 
he will remain open until the last video is done. So until he gets rid of all the videos, he won't close the store. So there's still one blockbuster. Yeah, it's on my bucket list. Yeah. It is. Because somewhere, somewhere in the house, I still have my card. Do you really? You could go I up think there. so. That's awesome. I probably have one somewhere around here. One of my kids has a blockbuster pin. That's the videotape that just says blockbuster on it. But their computer system still reboots using a floppy disk. Like this is legit a blockbuster. They um, they said that uh, they have a dot matrix printer, but it just broke. So now the employees are writing out by hand memberships on the card. Hmm. It's the last one. Can't be replaced. Now since Radio Shack has gone out of business, this is the last dinosaur, they said. Uh, it's in an Oregon strip mall. He will not shut it down until the last thing is sold. March 31st is the shutdown date. So we have to get there before. What are we going to do? We got it. Uh, I'm not going to make that. I don't think it still has popcorn ceilings, low fluorescent lighting, wire metal racks, yellow and blue ticket stub logo. I mean, it's a classic dinosaur. I expect for these things to start popping up and coming back as of like nostalgia. Yeah, because like, you know, it's. So here's what, okay, so this is the old man to me, okay? And now, you know, I have two kids. I have a nine year old and a four year old. And yes, it's very easy when they're, everybody's going crazy, like, hey, let's have a quick movie night to hit the button on the remote, go on demand, grab something, rent it, and watch it, right? Fine. Yeah. But there, there's a whole different thing about like putting the family in the car, driving to the video store, roaming around for way too long, looking at stuff. Daddy, can I get this, 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 and this? You know, and going through all of that and then taking it home with the popcorn and the candy and like having a it's like it's more of a thing. And I think I think we don't do that a lot. Soapbox, we don't do that enough anymore. But like so I will say here there's something called family video. And it's owned by a company that also has a pizza place. So they've been starting to open up the pizza places next to the video. And so you get deals where you can call delivery for your pizza and also rent movies. And they bring you the movie and the pizza through delivery. I like that. Yeah. And like the kids section is all free. Like all their kids stuff is free. So you go and you can go rent movies and you can rent like regular movies or whatever. You pay for those and it's like $2 or something crazy. But all the, the kids section is all free because they want to encourage like the families to come rent stuff. It's really cool. That kind of family stuff anymore. Now you can gather around and you can click the TV and right. get like Netflix or whatever. But you used to, it used to be an event. I remember even being a teenager. I'm dating myself, Bella. Being a teenager and going out on Friday and like with a group of like girlfriends or on double dates or whatever and picking out a scary movie, going back to the house, ordering a pizza. That's what we did. That was fun to us. I guess kids are bigger, faster, stronger, whatever. Did you see the computer flip just now? That was my dog. Nice. So Ooh. I'm not. This doesn't spoil anything. All I'm going to say is that one of the um, things that made me pop for the newest Marvel movie was that blockbuster was in it. Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's uh, that's days gone past. But if you remember, if you watch Back to the Future too, remember everything comes back around again. Remember the kids? Oh, that's a baby's toy. <laughs> it's like your hand. Right. 
the diner. I want to go to one of those places where it's always morning in America. You know, like they're mm -hmm. all right. I want that. We need we need more places like that. We need more nostalgia places. I bet they'd make money. I bet so. You know, another thing that I absolutely love that I don't know if you have it there or if you had it in, uh, when you were in Manassas, but um, the thing that I absolutely love was a place in Philadelphia, um, right near the university, University City area called Cereality, where they used to serve all kinds of different mixes of cereals and oatmeal and all kinds of different milks. And you could sit there and you could eat the cereal and watch cartoons. Oh, that needs, that needs to happen everywhere. They, I think they closed there, but there's still some that are open. They have them in the UK. It's every type of cereal you called? can imagine. Cereality. Look it up. <laughs> Look it uh, up. Look it up right now. Cereality. I used to go there and you could get oatmeal specially made with like all kinds of different stuff. And you could get protein and stuff. And you could have like Captain Crunch mixed with, you know, uh, I don't know, Lucky Charms. Oh yeah, so they have like, and they have like these pre-done mixes you can get too. Yeah, they have the pre-done mixes where they have like their chef right. choice mixes. Like this one, Devil Made Me Do It. Cocoa Puffs plus Lucky Charms plus Malt Bowls plus Chocolate Syrup. That sounds good as shit. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I would eat Hold that. on a second, hold on, hold on. I'm not a praying person, but I have to pray. Dear Lord. Whatever heaven may be, when I die, please make it a reality with a Dave and Buster's next door. Thank you. Hey, oh, I don't know. Do you do the cross thing? I don't know what really. Like, I'm a Buddhist. I don't know. <laughs> I need a little hat. I don't know. I don't. I don't do all that stuff. Like me either. But it's, this is worth it. This is ridiculous. I need to. I need pictures. Right, and there's like oatmeal that has like you can get chocolate chips with chocolate syrup. <sighs> There's one in Richmond. Stop it. Go. For the good of the city. Go. Oh, my gosh. You have to go. Like you have to go. Two hours, I think. We have everything here. There's got to be one here. The only thing I see is Richmond. It's at Chippenham Hospital. What? That's a little weird. Uh, <laughs> it's the food court of the hospital. Well, they got like a blimpies and stuff like that. So. Blimpies at the hospital? Yeah. <laughs> if you get food poisoning, you can go right and admit yourself. I was gonna say, I, oh, and the blimpies is right next to the psychiatric pavilion. So. <laughs> yeah. I'm not making that up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop my blimpies, get a straight jacket on for a couple days. <laughs> I'm not making that up. That is tremendous. Yeah, yeah there's a food court. I bet it's part of the food court. Is the mental ward part of the food court? Like, do they make no. them? <laughs> like, is that like a thing? Gotta make the donuts. Gotta make the donuts. <laughs> you have insomnia. We're gonna put you in the food court making the donuts. What do you got? Anxiety? Make <laughs> uh, <laughs> the popcorn. <laughs> what do you got? What do you got? <laughs> wow. Uh, that's, that's like Dennis Leary's comedy album. Uh, his first one, no, that wasn't his first one. Uh, it was the one where he was talking about people that, I have so many problems. He told me to go fuck myself and I felt so much better. That was the asshole CD. Yeah. <laughs> I was a good album. That was the asshole album. That yep. one. I was yep. a good one. I wanted to come out today as my theme song on wrestling shows, but I figured like most of the places I worked wouldn't let me do that. Well, they, back in our time, they were so like, 
we're going to be PG because there's kids here. It's not there's kids. And it's not you, you, you know where I got the biggest pop when I was first starting out at the kids' places? I used to come out the Papa Roach Last Resort. And if I used the clean version because it was a kids' place, all the kids yelled out the F bomb. Of course they did. Cause look, and, and their parents looked at me and I'm like, well, no, it's just your, it's your derelicts. Whatever. I, they're your munchkins, friends. Not my fault. I didn't ask to be a role model. <laughs> Devin, since we're kind of like new on Twitch, we've only been on a month and you've only been on a couple times. I don't yeah. know if everybody on Twitch realizes that you are one of the very early, if not first, wrestling viral video. You, yeah. you and, and and now it's turned into an internet meme. Yeah, I've seen on Facebook. It's on Facebook. If you yeah. go, if you go into Facebook and you go where you hit the, I'm sorry, not a meme, a GIF, and you go to the animated GIFs that you can do in Facebook, and you type in Lex Luger, it's about the fourth one down. Oh, I've seen it all over the place. The GIF. Yeah, it's I, an animated well, GIF. Too, on Facebook. So it's built into Facebook now. Did you see the one where the people recreated it? With the cartoon and the voiceover? Oh, yeah. no. Oh, no. The ones where they acted it out. Yeah, but then they acted yes. it out in the cartoon. Yes. yes. I mean, Devin I is. Told, I told the kid if he was going to do it, he needed to take his shirt all the way off. Like, who cares if he's self conscious? Like, if you're going to do it, go all in. Do it. Take the shirt like, off. Like, who legitimately did get caught in the t shirt? That was not a work. No. <laughs> that was. Not... <laughs> no. I still remember you calling so, but... me. Wait, are we going to talk? Are we going to talk about this now? Does it, does everybody yeah. know what it is, or do you need to tell everybody what it is? I think you should. I think we should tell everybody what it is because I only have one more thing, and it's really not that great. I really like kind of blew my load with the uh, falling and sinking into despair. So I mean, now we got to go with like whatever we got. Yeah, the, the grave eating the woman. Um, <laughs> all right, you, why don't you? Do you want to explain it? All right. Once upon a time, there was a little boy named Sturgis. <laughs> Now, uh, honestly, back in the day, early 2000s, Devin and myself were in the wild and wonderful world of independent professional wrestling. Devin was a manager. I was a manager. But Devin was a backstage interviewer for Cyberspace Wrestling, who was connected to TNA at the time, before it was Impact. So it was all kind of connected together. Billy Fire ran it. And really quickly, there's a video floating out there somewhere of me with Uncle Vince. Because that was setting up the long-term storyline. I have to send it to you because I sent it to Jeff Lane. I was like, look, because Jeff Lane never saw the Lex Luger caught in the shirt thing. And I had sent it to him because it was part of an episode of, of Spelling the Tweet that I sent over to Realm. And Jeff was like, holy shit, I've never seen that before. That was the funniest thing I've ever seen. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, I got him and Vince. And he's like, stop it. And I sent it over. And he was like, this is great. When was this? I'm like, you missed it. Uh, the Candido <laughs> one. I will talk about all this. Finish the Luger thing and then we'll. Okay, so Rex Luger had a promo with Devin backstage and he was supposed to fight in, what was it called? I, I, don't, I don't know. What's it called? What's it called? Super Brawl, Super Brawl Saturday? What? <laughs> Let me say, up until this point, one of the things that we always joked about, not just at cyberspace, cyberspace took it and ran with it. All right, so what I was saying was that up until that point, so at cyberspace, they always gave me a hard time because uh, they used to call me one shot promo, right? Right. And and so when the when the and so I mean, like I say it was a little bit of an ego thing when the when the you know uh, TNA boys were were there and they were like hurrying to get out of there because they wanted to get out of there. 
Yeah, we want to do it with Devin because one shot and we're done. You know what I mean? Because then the flood things, whatever. And right. you know, I, I always said that. Like I, that was always my big pride and joy. This was the one time, <laughs> one time <laughs> in over ten years that I had to reshoot something. And uh, he so completely broke you <laughs> at the end. Well, you I, I, but you can't see why something broke me. There was a reason, and and. There's one other time I almost got broken. That was by Candido. But um, the uh, – so for those of you that haven't seen it, go to YouTube, Google Lex Luger versus you know, VS T-shirt. You will find at least one, probably multiple. The one that's got like close to a million views is, is the main one. A million people have watched Well, it. no, 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 no. So it keeps getting taken down, and it gets to be put back up. So I don't know who's contesting it to take it down, probably Lex, and then putting it back up. But it's been ta- every time it gets close to a million, it, it, it comes off, and it's, it gets posted again. It gets up to close to a million again. and then, So it's, it's been almost like four million with all four times it's been posted. There's been people that did, somebody did a hand-drawn cartoon with, like, the voiceover, like, uh, animation. I, I, I wish I could. If you can find that, send me the link, people, because I haven't seen that in a couple of years. I lost it. It was on – what was that message board where they posted on the um, – Russell Crap? Is that what it was called? Russell Crap? Russell Crap it, was, yeah. it was on the Russell Crap website for, for a long time. It was my 15 minutes of fame. It is a great promo. Um, I was interviewing Lex Luger after he um, got screwed over. You know, um, he, he – <laughs> Somehow misses that he somehow like okay so he somehow misses every single line he's supposed to give in this thing like literally every single line he forgets the, the English language at some point he he doesn't remember the name of the next show which I get it he's you know traveling all over the place I can whatever but Super Brawl Saturday like isn't that all. Um, been in a Super Brawl before I, I, he, I mean and and he was you know it wasn't like he was like a pre written speech but he wanted to go over it beforehand that was the best part that nobody saw like he and i kind of ran through it a couple times so he could figure out what he wanted to say and then like let's go and then at one point he gets all mad and he goes to take his shirt off and it gets stuck and that's the famous and your t-shirts are too too tight too billy line (laughs) it's just it's a concept club i don't know how i held it together as long as i did and I lose it at the very, very end, right when the when it fades to black in the video. And I'm going to tell you what happens when that, what made me do that. Okay. So first of all, I'm already trying not the right. So first of all, stank breath. Wanted to offer him a tic tac in the middle of the promo. Really? Oh my god! Like, like I was waiting for my fake bleach hair to just like fall out. Um, oh. And uh, anyway, so he's in a better place now. He's got himself straight. Like back then, he was a mess. That was still when he was a mess. This was years and years and this after was like getting it. was a bit thing. Like right after. It was right after, yeah. So, I mean, again, the guy's head's all over the place. So, anyway, so he, um, so Cyberspace would film, I don't want to say it was in the bathroom because it wasn't, it was a locker room. It was like a little locker room. It was it was at a um, I remember that building. I it was, was a there. police athletic league, so it was like a little like sort of like mini locker room with the bathrooms in it. So the guys were changing the bathrooms, and then we'd have like the locker room area to shoot. But the problem was people were always coming in and out. So I just remember the first shows I did up there were like horrendous, like to try and do promos because people would just keep opening the door and people, you know, oh, do it again, you know. 
So they started locking the door. So at the end of the promo, he gets, I'm pissed now. And he goes storming off. Well, nobody tells him that the door's locked. And in the corner of my eye, he is, I got to say, he was in the role. He was storming off, pissed off, full speed, much like I can imagine Vito doing. <laughs> and with, without slowing down, in one motion, as he's walking fast, he reaches out to grab the door and to pull it open to go out the door. It doesn't open, but he can't stop at that point. He's already, like, movement-wise, he's too close to the door. He's already committed, and he just keeps walking. He takes, like, another step. He, he can't stop himself and hits his head right in the door. And, and, then he, the and he and he yells something about like the door and the door's locked too, Billy, or something, and I just lost it. Like that was <laughs> God bless He literally nose planted into the door. He put the door over. You know. <laughs> the sad thing is that the firehawk had like a nice little fed going there. He had all the TNA guys coming in, he had Bruce, all the guys from WCW clothes were rolling in. He had so many people. Vito told me he worked there before. I didn't even mm -hmm. know. That. So he's like, oh, yeah, like a lot of the guys would go through. Jeff Jarrett was there. Pat Diamond Diamond. DDP was there. Canyon was there. Francine worked there. People like that did indies. We had like the Smoke, who does all the conventions doing the yep. thing. And so he uh, a Pollution was there. Right. Yeah, he had Papa like Don and all them. Yeah, the Papa Don uh, was there, and um, trying to think of who else. I mean, that was really. It was a good mix. It was really cool because yeah. he was giving, you know, some of the the boys that he thought Borash needed was there too. I don't What's know that? Jeremy Borash. Oh, you know who was there? The people would know from the indie scene back then. Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal was there. That's right. Jay's on. He loved Jay Lethal. He loved Jay. He put Jay Lethal over like huge by getting him in the ring with all these guys. Now the dude's blown up. Like you know, I'm not saying because of that. But Jay Lethal was our boy. Like we when yeah. he started, we were with him. We're friends with his mom and dad. Mm -hmm. And you know, we know we know so many people from Firehawk booked his mom into the into the gimmick a little bit. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mom can cut a promo. Like you would Yes, she could. Better than most of the boys. Oh, remember when she hit John Shane in the face? Yes, I love that. <laughs> I bet. So, so listen, the other the other promo that I want people to find again, still uh, cyberspace, is with Chris Candido because Chris, um, you know, we were talking earlier about people that passed you soon and hitting hard. That one hit me really hard. Yeah, dude was really good to me. Um, I met him and Sonny because they were stranded at the airport in DC. We, you know, were talking earlier about the Rob Black show. That was how we got there was I went to go pick them up from the airport because they were stranded and I drove them from DC to Pittsburgh. So nice guy. Um, you know, used to let me call him and he'd watch stuff and critique and help me and just bullshit. And, you know, if I had a rough locker room day, he would cheer me up. Real, you know, great guy. So anyway, so you remember the famous match in Delaware, not famous to anybody but me and you. Where you had to drive me to the hospital afterwards because I had <laughs> stitch I had my jaw busted open on the broken ring. I had broken, broken ribs. <laughs> so this was like a week after or two weeks maybe after the broken ribs and you know i go up to cyberspace and i go to do the book it was you know i was doing backstage stuff so i can still do it with broken ribs chris comes up gives me a big hug and how are you doing i'm like you know as soon as he gives me the hug because ribs and he's like oh what happened and so i told him the story about the broken ring and how i fell on the board and the broken ribs and all that he's like, oh man i'm sorry that happened to you and you can just tell with him like his brain was whirling right yeah. So I, I don't know if it was his idea or Firehawk's idea, but they, they decided that I was going to interview him for a promo because that was like his first time there. 
And during this promo, you know, he knows that I have a gimmick microphone that, you know, it's not on, but I have to hold it near him like it looks like it's real. So over the course of the promo, he gets lower and lower and lower and lower and lower until I'm all the way bent over because he's laying on his back on the floor and he, he got to make sense. And I'm bent all the way over with a broken rib and then he pops up on his feet and I have to like go. <laughs> and you, a- just, you just see my face going. So the greatest thing is this is he could not get it. He was laughing. Sonny told, you know, uh, Sonny told me the next time I saw them that he laughed the whole way home that in his whole career, he finally got to rib a rib. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what he was amused by. I remember, remember my little dog I had, Rocco the Chihuahua? Yeah. And I used to be everywhere. Yeah. I remember him playing with Rocco. It was the last time I saw him. And he was like, I love your dog. I love your dog so much. And I look over and he's got Rocco's ear hanging out of his mouth. And he's going, <laughs> the dog. And the dog is just hanging there like, is <laughs> That was the last time I saw Chris. He that was, was a, such a trip. He was we had some we had some good times back then, that's for sure. We had a strange group of, of people. Do you remember the show? I don't know if you were at this one, but I know you remember it. The one where Chris and Sonny showed up and uh Chris made Sonny bring his bag to ringside. Yeah. Walked out the door. <laughs> That's always a good one. He was a trip. Dev, we have filled up our entire hour of a show. And we talked about me a lot of it. That's my favorite topic. I I love when we talk about you. Uh, <laughs> I just want people to go watch that promo. That promo is like, I did. You know, I will say, I'm the first one to say, I did nothing in, in wrestling. I am not somebody that's going to get remembered long term. Nowhere near anything close to what your husband did. But I have that promo, and I have two bikini contests that I won. Yes, you beat me twice. Yes, twice. You hold two victories. Over and I got beat up by Velvet Sky. Yep, good. And we left in the Cadillac, which I some I do have that video. My mom just told me the other day she's got oh, her house. It used to be up, and then somebody took they somebody took it down off YouTube. So it got nailed for like copyright. I had I had it up for a while. I had. It. I didn't know that. I I don't know if I want a copy. I don't know if I want my kids to see that. But maybe I you know, maybe. Send it to you on the kayfabe. <laughs> yeah, you can do. yeah, send it to me. I'll I'll decide. Maybe I'll show my daughter. She might be amused. It, uh, once it comes down here, mom's got to bring all. I still have tons of stuff in Pennsylvania. But... Yeah, I like to see it. So whatever. All right, Devin, give me some of your plugs, my friend. I you know me. I you know what? Just follow me on Twitter, guys. It's at. Devin Lushin, L-E-S-H-I-N. Um, I'm going to throw all kinds of crazy stuff out there, uh, kind of whatever crosses my path to plug over time. Just follow me on Twitter. Follow him on Twitter. Follow him. And you know us, guys. We got all kinds of stuff going on over here. Make sure you catch us every day on twitch.tv slash the Big Veto brand. Um, we're happy we're getting some subscribers, and that's great. We're affiliated now, so uh, that's awesome for us. Then we got the notification of Big Veto. We got the Big Veto Sports Show. We got This Week in Wrestling History coming back to Realm Network. Check us out at thebigvetobrand.com. Check us out on anchor.fm slash the Big Veto brand. You can catch me on all of social media at realityt. Spiller, capital T. It's because I spill a lot of it. And we see you back here next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. Stole that one from Vince, who stole that one from Batman. <laughs> Batman. Speaking of Batman, make Vito read Batman Hush.
Oh yeah, that's been listed. There's yeah. Yeah, I have like long Halloween and like I have all these right there and there's a closet right over here. Okay. Comic books through there, but they're going in the new office. He's going to. I'm going to like do readings, interpreter. That's in the family. I'm taking. I'm taking him to the comic store, and he's starting to learn video games from. He's already played Atari, but Nintendo forward. So he's going to start streaming games on Twitch. You know he, he would like um, Punisher. I think just legit. Like you know, he's not a comic person. Well, you I know, what? he loves Batman. He loves Batman. Oh, there you go. Conversation. He loves Batman, so he wants to know more about Batman. He's very open to learning things where he never was before. Now he is. So it's a whole new, kinder, gentler, Big Vito. There you go. Actually letting me teach him things, <laughs> and he's not having a hysterical fit going, I don't like cartoons. I don't like. Now, like, he goes to Disney and he'll play games. And Haley and Nick have broken him in a little bit, you know, nice. and, and, and the goo. So they got him kind of broken in. He plays some Wii games, but we're starting. He's going to stream some Nintendo games. Nice. He actually called himself a gamer the other day. Wow. <laughs> yeah, on Twitch Live. He's like, well, I'm a gamer now, you know? And uh, so, <laughs> and he's talking about, I know we're supposed to, to end this, but I have to, he literally said today, thinking about growing hair. What? Yes, he said. Well, he's grizzly. is he going? Is he going to go emo? Like kind of? I don't know what's going on with him. He's like a whole new Vito. So he's like thinking about growing hair, and I'm like, well, you got your beard back, you know? And he's like, no, no, no. I think about growing up here. And I was like, you've never had hair. Like you haven't had hair since 1982. Like why all of a sudden do you want hair? And he's like, well, he said I saw Batista grew his hair in and he had a nice fade. You know, those two were tight. Like they yeah. used to have their holidays together and shit. He's like, he has like a nice fade into the, and he goes, I think I got, I got hair. So as soon as hair starts coming out, you need to run around that or not run, you know, move around the house with <laughs> run, run, wheel around the house um, with uh, playing the back to the future uh, theme song. Gotta go back in time. He's got he's, yeah. he's got brain issues. I don't know if I want to like pretend like it's 1982. It's not. It's not hair growing out of that head. It's pumpkin mold. He has. He definitely has a hairline, dude. Like, there's definitely. He's gonna kill me. I know. I'm just kidding. I'm he's just definitely kidding. got hair, except he never has grown it. Like, he shaved it. He used to have a bleach blonde mohawk. And then when he became Skull Von Crush, like he shaved it all off. Right. And because you know, never to be seen from since. And nobody has heard of the hair since. So he even had a perm once. No. Forgot to. You know, perm. Him and Danny J both had perms back in the day. Uh. Yeah, uh, he's had he's had hair, and I have pictures of him with hair. I shared them. Uh, you have pictures of the perm. I bet you I do. And we're moving. So I get access to like all the family photos and stuff. Like every time I find something new, every time we move Her. going through the, he has a, a box. We, we all joke. We call it the treasure box or the box. It's full of like pictures of Vito with hair and like baby pictures of Vito. No, no, no but see, if you had a picture of Vito with a perm, that's, that's, that's not even a treasure. That's like, gold. we can all retire. That's gold. I could print that and like sell posters. Like that needs to be a t-shirt. Nothing, no words. Just Vito with a perm. I want to do Vito with the mohawk, the blonde mohawk. Nice. With the legit blonde mohawk. I do have Vito in his army. Baron, Baron Von Mohawk. 
he he wants to go back to being Skull Von Crush again because Stevie right. called him the other day from Harlem Heat and was saying, me and Booker love that gimmick. Like, we really love that gimmick. Like, and everybody keeps telling, and it's so funny because it's supposed to be like this, like racist-y gimmick, because that was the time. Right, that right. Every single ethnic person we know of every ethnicity says, I loved Skull Von Crush, man. That was great. Yeah, they were the people that were supposed to hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and they all love it. I mean, he was going to like he, him, and Vince did a bar mitzvah together. I swear to God, I'll have Vito on next next time um, we get a chance. We'll, we'll sit down and I will tell you. I'll have Vito tell you the okay. story about the time him and Russo did the bar mitzvah with Vito as Skullbone Crush and Russo as um, Vicious Vincent. Oh, uh, that sounds like that sounds like money right there. Gold, dude. Gold. Gold. Uh, Thank you for joining us on Spilling the Reality, and we will see you next See you, everybody. Bye-bye. Peace. This has been a production of The Big Veto Brand. You can now check us out at our new home, thebigvetobrand.com.